Welcome to Do It For The Gram, an Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. On this episode, we're continuing the series Enneagram in Color with a really good friend of mine, Chichi Algorum, who is an Enneagram type four, who is an amazing with using language and words to describe situations and to pinpoint them. And so in this episode, she's going to do a really good job of talking about how shifting the language in the Enneagram could be so beneficial to minority, marginalized communities, and how it can be more helpful and beneficial to more people as we grow. She also dives into just how a lot of times the Enneagram, it seems to be made for basically internal work, inner work, but also just how important that inner work is important to the interconnectedness of all of us and how that ranges from not just being about myself and how I make myself better, but how do I actually make my community better? How do, if I have privilege in some kind of way, how do I help others and alleviate the burdens that they may have that I may not have just because of the privilege that I've been given or blessed with and didn't even know it. So she dives in really well and uses really good words. Also, when we did this interview, she was in a snowstorm, so it's gonna have a small beep out of it. And the audio quality from my end was like at the very beginning when I was first recording. And I think I used my laptop instead of my microphone to record this one. So it sounds a little different, but nevertheless, the material is still super rich and super good for listening. So listen up, listen in, and let's go intro music. Where do you see the Enneagram going in the future for people of color and minorities? I think I see the Enneagram as a really privileged conversation. We were talking Mm. about this before we started. And what I mean by that is that so far, all the people I've learned the Enneagram from have been older white people. And the language around it, I think, caters to a privileged conversation. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful that moving forward, we can explore what the Enneagram looks like and what language honors a variety of experiences other than just the majority experience. I'm just going to say this, and it, it may not make sense because it's not a fully formed thought. I think that in moving towards that direction, you know, of like creating, modifying the language so that it's inclusive, so that the system is inclusive, I think it will require responsibility from the people who hold privilege. So for example, thinking about, I've been thinking a lot about the experience of vulnerability and how when we talk about the Enneagram or we just talk about wholeness in general, we're encouraging people to move towards vulnerability, to move towards the things that scare us, the things we're trying to avoid with our type structures. I think that's important work. I think that's really good work. And the experience of vulnerability looks different for a person with privilege than the experience of vulnerability for a person who doesn't have those same privileges. So 
is my role to encourage somebody who is experiencing all these areas of injustice to practice vulnerability? And how can that conversation be different? What kind of vulnerability do they need to move towards when they still live in a system that threatens, that kills, that oppresses? So I don't know. I think I think that to be able to have that conversation and not just have it be a conversation that happens only within people of color, I think it will require the people with privilege to take responsibility for the ways in which, you know, if we are going to move forward with uh, towards wholeness and vulnerability, that means recognizing the ways in which I contribute to oppressive systems that make it harder for this other person over here mm. to actually live in a the wholest, fullest version of themselves. I think that the way the Enneagram is taught a lot of times, it's very individual. It's very insular. It's about my own wholeness, my own actualization. And we need to broaden that conversation to see, and not in the like hold hands kumbaya version, um, (laughs) (laughs) but that our, our survival and our wholeness and our thriving is all interconnected. Hopefully you have found some value in this podcast episode. You can help to keep this podcast going by supporting us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a site where you can support content providers. Podcasts are free to listeners, but not free for creators. It actually costs money and definitely time to produce consistent and weekly podcasts. I podcast because I want to reach people and change our community through the Enneagram. If you want to help in that by supporting me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash do it for the gram. But yeah, it's kind of like even I, I have the opportunity to work with a big company coming up um, using the Enneagram and they are diverse, but they're not inclusive. So they have people of, you know, different gender or different race on their payroll, I guess I would say. But the environment is not inclusive or welcoming for them at all. And so whenever they get to a certain level, they leave. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever a person who is not of the majority, which is usually white male in this corporation, Mm -hmm. they leave. They get to a certain level and they go somewhere else Mm -hmm. because it's not inclusive. It's not it's diverse. But how do you become inclusive? And so I think exactly what you are hitting on is the fact that the Enneagram from every standpoint, it needs to be that interaction of coming together and actually being inclusive. And so that means majority culture It's going to be things that's going to be very uncomfortable, but that like you have to realize those things are oppressing or hurting or hindering people from actually being whole and becoming better. And so it's going to be a lot of self-work. And then it's also self-work. I would say for, I think you and I are in the forefront. I'm just saying this because I'm, I'm like pro- proclaiming this right now. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I think you and I are on like the forefront of um, actually being Enneagram coaches and teachers who will really push it to be one of the big names in the future of who are working with the Enneagram and mm-hmm. actually working with multiple different cultures and different mm-hmm. people. And so I feel like we're two of the people who are definitely doing it of color with the Enneagram because mm-hmm. uh, we're very passionate about helping people. I am so passionate about getting like the Enneagram and working with schools, mm-hmm. like schools who don't have the resources necessarily to get all the staffing and everything that they need because there's a lot of school issues. But my ability to be able to teach that to Mm -hmm. 
not only teachers, but then teach them how to at least look and work with kids and say, I may not know your type, but I am looking at maybe what's your stance, what's your center of intelligence, or I just know how to respond to you better because now I have more empathy for you, you know, doing that. So we have less suspensions, less prisons and all of that stuff. So yeah, I feel like I hold that definitely pretty strong. Um, I don't know necessarily exactly right now the direct steps of how to get there. Like you said, it's not fully formed thought. I know it's going to happen and it's happening, you know. And so I think that, that that wholeness, you know, that that whole, wholeness work is also justice work, I think. Right. And so this whole idea of, you know, if you're encouraging me to be the truest, fullest, wholest version of myself, you also have to hold to consider and to work against the systems that um, diminish my wholeness when I try to show up, right? So it's not just individual work and it's not just be the best you you can be. It's also this wider collective work of justice. If we're encouraging people to take up more space, we also need to be creating space for them to take up. And if there's no space, then it's pointless to have the conversation of like, be vulnerable and take up more space, right? If some other people hold all the space and are not making space. And it's such a beautiful balance. You talk about it because that's one of the things that I find with the Enneagram. I am balancing both in both hands or or holding both. Mm -hmm. I'm holding, creating space for other people and having empathy. But I'm also, on the other hand, I'm also creating space for myself. And so I can be Mm -hmm. who I truly am, Mm -hmm. you know, and not put on a, a mask or a facade. Because that's one of the things that when you get a group of people who, I mean, know the Enneagram, Mm-hmm. and are all doing self-work, it is amazing how quick like the conversation and the things you're talking about can become so intimate and you can trust mm-hmm. the people so much quicker because now, okay, I understand you and I yeah. see you. You know, I don't just see the mask you wear, you know, to wherever you go for protective layers. I, I see you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was the amazing part about our like intensive week too. It was like a lot of people yeah. like, we, we got to see each other. Mm-hmm. And so even after like five days of being with each other, multiple people are like, when you come to my city, come stay in my house. You know? <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It so I think like that's a spiritual experience to some degree. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so um, I think that's all I have for today. I'm going to have you on again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is <laughs> um, before we go. Can you once again tell them about Thin Space? Mm-hmm. And then also tell them about any events and how they can reach you. Yeah. So um, you can find information on my website, thinspaceco.com. Also follow along on Instagram at, at thinspaceco. I teach workshops in the Denver area and I'm going to be hosting gatherings in the Denver area this summer as well. But I do a lot of the typing interview, Enneagram coaching, couples consulting, that sort of thing. I do that both in person and online. So even if you're not in the Denver area, but would like to learn more about Enneagram or your type, paths to growth and development, we can definitely do that. And you can find all of that information on my website. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a blessing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It was real fun. Yes, super, super great. Um, definitely have you back sometime in the future. And definitely we're going to find like an Enneagram retreat or a convention or something that we're going to meet up with the crew. We're going to mastermind. It will happen. Right. We're going to mastermind and make some more amazing things happen and really, you know, improve our communities and constantly just get better. 
Yep. I'm in. So thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and rate the show. Please subscribe and rate the show. You can reach me on Instagram at Do It For The Grand Podcast. Also, you can go to doitforthegrandpodcast.com where I have a free Enneagram tool for you if you subscribe to that. Also, if you need any consulting or coaching work with the Enneagram, if you're not contacting Chi Chi, you can contact me, either one. We both will do wonderful jobs and work really hard to make sure um, we do our best to help you grow. And that is, you can reach mine at kaizencareers.com and you can contact me at milton at kaizencareers.com. Um, besides that, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you on the next episode. And just remember, when you're struggling in life and things seem to be acting really weird, do it for the gram. The Enneagram, of course. Thank you. See you next time.